Welcome to the first ever Dan and Josh show. Where we hold, will hold, be- on, hold on, hold on, You had a week and a half to figure out a name, and you came up with the Dan Man, and Josh look, show. We're, we're live, dude. I don't. Welcome care. to the first ever Dan and Josh show, where we will be talking all things sports, sports legends of Buffalo, and of course ourselves. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the Bills, the Sabers, a big game against Halifax, and of course our special guest Pat Coletta. Let's get to it. All right, how about them Bills, man? These guys look like they're on a mission this year. They're just gelling together. It, it just seems like a totally different team. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, everything about Josh Allen, their offense, their defense, their special teams, um, obviously it stems from their coaching staff. And I think this is the year to do it. Um, they, they have the right pieces. And I know it's still early in the season, but uh, I think I saw something about their record this year. It's been first 10 uh, win season since 93. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. So let me ask you this. What do you think their chances are of winning a Super Bowl this year, you know, after Von Miller goes down and, and he's injured? I think it's really high. I mean, you got to think uh, they beat KC earlier this year, which is huge. But um, that being said, they, they, they got over the hard ones, the humps. And I, I think this is their year. No, man, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I think it just it looks different. It feels different. Um, obviously, uh, prayers out to Vaughn. You know, um, anytime you go through an injury like that, it, it takes a lot out of you physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, you know, myself going through a knee injury, um, I, I totally know where he's coming from. Um, but he, he seems like he's in a really good headspace right now. He seems super positive. And, you know, sometimes um, big injuries like this can, can shape you as a person. So um, prayers out to him. Um, yeah, I think, I, I mean, just to kind of go off that, I, th- I think the injuries are the toughest thing about uh, being an athlete in, in my defense. Like, obviously, I've had injuries in the past. And, mm-hmm. um, again, he's handled it so good, like um, coming on online and saying, okay, I'm fine, guys, don't worry about me. I know he's going to be with the team. I know last uh, their last win, they FaceTimed him, and that, that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, and, like, you know what, you, you really see what type of leader he is. You know, a guy that's so selfless that in a moment where, you know, <sighs> everything is just coming down on in, in his life he's able to really just spark a team and, and throw positive energy out in, into the world i think that's uh that's incredible to watch and you know it inspires all of buffalo um okay real quick let's let's change gears here um i got a million dollar question for you all right million dollars on the line Tredavious white is sitting in front of you right and you need to get a touchdown all right are you able to do it and what's your move um, I think Tredavious White is an unbelievable uh, DB, but that being said, I think I will be able to beat him one-on-one. I think I'll do my patent stutter step. I don't think he's watched film on me. So uh, <laughs> that being said, I, I, I think it'll be close, and I think I'll have to make an unbelievable catch. But that being said, I, I think I'll be able to do it. Man, I, I think you're going home broke. I think, <laughs> I think he's going to jam you so hard <laughs> right in the chest. Dude, he's he's a strong dude. Yeah, man. it might be pass interference. I might be yelling yeah, to the ref. Oh, you're trying interference. to get a flag for the TV. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. That's, that's incredible. Um, and, and honestly... Another another great sports story um, this year is the Sabers. The Sabers have have been doing extremely well lately. You know, um, it feels like they have a really good mix of young talent, some some older vets kind of coming in, 
Um, seems like they have really good leadership um, as well as their coach. The coach seems like he really knows what he's talking about. Um, how are you feeling about the Sabres this year? Yeah, I, I think everyone's bought in this year. I mean, um, in previous years, they've, they've had a similar team. I think last year was kind of a learning curve for them. Um, they're one year older. Um, they're, they're gelling a little bit more. Tage Thompson's playing lighting it up <laughs> at a high level. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool to see, I think, uh, Buffalo in general is coming behind them and uh, showing their support. And it's awesome to be in the arena with them. And uh, when they score a goal, it feels like we're at Bandits game. So yeah. it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, you know, what's also pretty cool about that is, you know, following them on social media, too. And like you see like the little things that they're doing that just really feels like very team orientated, whether it's, um, you know, Tuck giving his patented woo at the end um, or they're going through the lineup at the beginning of the game. You know, they, they just seem like they're they're having fun with it. And, you know, that's that's key is 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 really just enjoying the game and and playing for each other. So um, to see all that stuff, it's, uh, it's it's really cool to see Buffalo sports coming together like that. Yes, I totally agree. Um, I'll have a question for you. What do you think about Tate Thompson's play this year? I, I think the guy's just been on fire. Um, I, I've, we've been watching him for the last couple of years, kind of getting called up, getting put down. And, um, you know, even, even back then, you're seeing, you're seeing this guy just, like, dangle people, and he's just an absolute monster on the ice. You know, sometimes you see him coming past the bandits locker room on the skates and you're looking up at him. I'm like, I'm I'm six three and I'm looking up at this guy on skates. And I'm like, how is anyone stopping this guy? Right. He's he's an absolute monster. Um, but no, it's it's really cool um, to see a guy like that kind of come into his own and um, step up in a big way um, for the Sabres and I think they really needed that. Yeah, even seeing him in the gym sometimes and obviously doing sled pushes with every plate in there. Uh, pushing the sleds while we're doing one plate aside. It's kind of <laughs> embarrassing, but I mean, uh, that's why they pay them the big bucks. And um, it's pretty cool to see a player like that, a, a young player um, who just had a kid as well. And you kind of can go one or two ways and he's definitely taking the high route and getting a big contract like he did. Again, you can you can take you can take the money and run or you can show up. And I, I think he showed up this year. Yeah. Big so time. I have a million dollars on the line. You have a penalty shot. Are you going to bury? And what are you going to do? I mean, for me, is, is, is the arena packed? The arena is going to be packed. Set the mood. Um, so you're going to have 18,000-plus fans uh, cheering for you. Um, you have to score to kind of win the game. At the end of the day, I, I, I think I'm burying. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, this might be fake confidence. You know, played hockey till I was 16 years old. But I'm going the, the old patented leg kick. You know, forehand, backhand, it's going cheese, and I'm going to watch the water bottle pop off the net. I think and, you're uh, playing too much NHL. <laughs> <laughs> you must have the, you must have downloaded the new NHL because that, I, I've seen that goal too, one too many times. Yeah, yeah, he might, he might read it, but um, you know what? It's, it's something that, like, it's crazy because, like, growing up, you think about that stuff. Right. right? Like, you, you think about playing pro hockey, especially both of us played hockey growing up, and um, it's cool when you can kind of um, – you get that opportunity in lacrosse as well. So I remember a couple of years ago, I had, I think, two penalty shots. And you're sitting there and you're like looking around like, man, this is the dream. This is pretty much, this is pretty much what I was dreaming about. You have all this pressure and it's like, oh, you, you can't not score. <laughs> like if, you, if you don't score, you feel like such, a, such an idiot. But. And I had somebody ask that the other day. It's funny you said that. It's like, it, like it's got to be pretty simple to score on a penalty shot in lacrosse. And I'm like, it's not that easy. Like, yes, you're probably supposed to, 
Mm-hmm. With that being said, it, it's the little ball, big, uh, small net, big goalie. It, it's not that easy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my career shootout is, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, actually speaking of lacrosse, um, obviously we have a massive matchup against Halifax um, coming up here. Um, it's, it's, always, it's always such a huge rivalry between us and Halifax, dating back to when they were um, the Rochester Nighthawks. Um, I, know, I know when you were in the league, it was a totally different team. Sorry, when you first came into the league. Um, walk me through what it was like playing against that, that Rochester team in that barn and against those other players. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I mean, it's, it's, things haven't changed all too much as fa- uh, far as uh, fan base. Um, you still see um, all of Buffalo show up. It feels like it's a Buffalo band. It's a uh, away game. It, yeah. It's really cool to see. That being said, back in the day, they had Vino. Now we have them. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> it, it's changed a lot. They were on their three-peat. Um, they are an unbelievable team back in the day. They had a lot of old veteran guys that uh, you didn't want to play against. Uh, they would block shots like crazy. And Were, were, were you on the team with uh, when, when you were like with Joe Walters was playing? I was. He was there when they they were winning the three P. Right? So I, I knew, and stuff I knew like that. Yeah. yeah, it was really hard to win in that arena. Um, it it just it felt like home though. It, it was really cool. And now that they've kind of uh, moved away from there, uh, things haven't changed as far as the rivalry. I think it's still just as important. I, I know they move obviously the same team necessarily. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm gonna ask. This, kind of a similar question what was it, what's it like playing in Halifax uh, for myself I've only got to play one game I was injured um, a few of the other games so uh, is it is it different what's it like so I mean th- to be honest with you like my first taste of the whole Buffalo Rochester rivalry was my rookie year and uh, it, a, a little quick story here um, I remember literally standing beside I think it was Chase Fraser and we were in Rochester and the music's playing and me being young and kind of an idiot. <laughs> uh, I was dancing, having a great time. And, you know, we ended up getting blown out like 16 to four in our first game. And that was kind of uh, just an absolute nightmare. And like the next practice, my coach at the time was just calling me out, being like, you think this is all fun and games? <laughs> You're dancing. All. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I, it's, it was a quick wake-up call. Um, but, uh, but now that the team's moved to Halifax, um, you know, it's, it's a bit of a different dynamic um, because obviously you're not just driving down the road anymore. You got to take a flight to get to pretty far out east coast. Uh, it's windy. It's windy. <laughs> and I'm not a great flyer, as you know. Right. I'm, not, I'm not a big flyer. Um, I don't know. Whoever's idea it was to put a bunch of people up into the sky in a metal <laughs> contraption yeah. and fly it across the country, I don't like that guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... The other part about it is I think the fans in Halifax have really taken to that organization, which is really cool to see. Um, I think they've done a really good job at, at promoting it. Um, you know, they, they call it the Nest now, and, and they really blast music, and, and, they, and they pack that place. So it's always a really cool environment to play in, for sure. Yeah, and uh, obviously this Friday the 30th, um, we're going to be playing for the New Year's game. Uh, the boys are looking to put a stamp on 2022. Uh, with a big divisional game. Yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I know both teams are probably super fired up about this one and it's going to be a clash of the Titans. I'm I'm pretty fired up.
All right, welcome back. We have here the heart and soul of the Buffalo Sabres, a guy who bleeds blue and bleeds on the ice. Uh, 348 games played, 27 goals, 27 assists, total of 54 points, 542 penalty minutes, uh, standing at you know a generous six foot one uh, and weighing in at about questionable 206 pounds. Buffalo Zone, Pat Coletta, man. Thanks for thanks for coming, man. No, Appreciate thanks for it. having me. Yeah, the uh, I love hearing those stats. You know, I was, <laughs> I was really lighting the lamp. So. <sighs> but no, it was uh, you know, as you said, I, I grew up here, loved uh, love my apps, like my Sabers, my Bills, my Bandits, my Buffalo sports. Um, you know, if I'm not playing, I'm in the stands. So um, it's a pleasure to play for for my uh, my hometown. Yeah, we're, we're glad uh, you were able to take some time to talk to a couple average lacrosse players, <laughs> below average, if, if you could say that. Uh, what have you been up to lately? So I uh, work, uh, work for the Buffalo Sabres as a youth hockey ambassador. Um, I, with a group, I, I help run the Buffalo Junior Sabres, um, and that's you know 7U all the way up to 18U. Um, I have my foundation that I still do uh, a ton of work with, uh, the Hits Foundation in, in Western New York, Buffalo um, area. And then uh, just overall being around the rink and, and enjoying uh, uh, time with my son, him playing hockey and, and trying to keep myself busy, you know, during the day. Yeah, <laughs> we, we follow you on uh, social media and we're pretty close with you, but uh, kind of talk about your vacation you just went on. Yeah, so uh, we decided to uh, we decided to go to Ireland for Thanksgiving, um, and uh, must be nice. Eh? Yeah, it was it was a nice little uh, five day trip. But uh, um, my fiance's family was going over there. Uh, her little sister is uh, traveling abroad in Europe, so we're like, all right, let's go to Ireland for Thanksgiving. Uh, and the one you know the major thing we needed to do was to make sure the Bills game was on and somewhere shape or form that we could watch and uh we we found a we found a pub bar whatever you want to call it and mm -hmm. uh watch the bills beat the lions um other than that there was uh we had a couple cocktails a few of the nights <laughs> uh, a couple right. uh tours of the guinness and the jamo uh factory and, and over yeah it was it was just a overall experience of being able to now not playing to go travel and see some of the things that, uh, you know, I have yet to see. Uh, it's just a, a really cool experience overall. Well, what's, what's really crazy, and, you know, cause I, I just came back from Dublin probably a few weeks before you were there, and the culture is just so different, right? Like, the way they are just so much more, like, relaxed. Everything's kind of slower-based. Um, they're, they're a pretty funny group yeah, <laughs> over there. Yeah. Well, even, like, the, <laughs> you're like, oh, what, uh, the bars are open at 11 a.m. I'm like... Like, am I going to a Bills game after? <laughs> like, what, uh, what's going on there? They're like, no, this is the way it is. You know what I mean? So no. it's just, I, I, I enjoy it. Like, mm -hmm. uh, when, when I played, even in the summer, I'm traveling so much during the season that at, uh, in the summertime, I want to stay home. Like, yeah. And now, you know, I'm home a fair amount other than traveling in youth hockey. And now I, I, I enjoy going to see places and checking it out and doing, like I said earlier, doing things that, you know, I, I normally didn't really have time for. I had a, you know, a month off, which for me is recovering from surgery and then <laughs> getting, getting back to training during the summer. Yeah, we'll leave it last question about it. What was your favorite part about the trip? 
like the Guinness tour. I like, you know, it's going to seem dumb, but I like seeing my picture on top of the beer. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Cool. Like, that's I was just cool. like, oh, I, this is pretty. Which, which I'm, I'm pissed off because I did the same tour and I didn't get my picture <laughs> on the beer. So he must have been getting some special Yeah, VIP you know? over in Dublin. But no, that was cool. Uh, the Jameson tour was uh, was incredible. Um, we went up and did uh, the Game of Thrones tour um, mm. as well. But you know, I think uh, five days we, we did a pretty good job, but I think you could probably spend, you know, at least a couple of weeks there and, and check out, uh, you know, the cliffs and maybe the golf courses and, and things like that. But the, the five days was, was, was a great five days. Which, which is so wild because I had no idea until I talked to you after your trip um, that the Game of Thrones, a lot of it was actually shot out there. Yes. And I, and I had no idea. And I'm, I'm a pretty big game. I know you're not a big I'm Game not, of Thrones yeah, guy. No. Um, we need to get him on board. But, yeah. Um, Dude, it's 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 insane, and and honestly, when you're out there, you can see it. Like the whole landscape is just so different, and, and a really cool area to be. Yeah, around. and even in the studio, like you're you're walking in, and at the end of it, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but uh, at the end of it, you see the the throne, and you're like, oh man, like that's cool. Know, that was that was it. You that know, could I mean, be me. That was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, so what are the like if I jump over the railings and sit on the throne, like what's gonna be like what is that a year in jail or? No, but uh, overall it was a great it, it was a great experience. Cool to see things like that. Um, so I don't know where the next trip will take me, but uh, you know definitely checking some uh, some places off the list. That's awesome. Um, so we'll get into it. Uh, what do you want to, what did you want to be when you grew up? Was it always being played in the NHL? I know for myself, obviously it was something to do with sports, whether it be a sports reporter, a sports agent, or, um, being pro athlete, but, uh, what was it for you? For me, I always, uh, believe it or not, I always wanted to play for the Buffalo Sabres and, uh, you know, you see baby pictures of me and, uh, you know, I'm repping the Sabres, uh, you know, mini sticks, uh, shirts, um, unfortunately, some tracksuits that maybe my grandparents have gotten me. Um, That's a good look. Yeah. Um, but I always wanted to play for the Sabres. And, and you know, as, as funny as it sounds, I'm sure you guys have dealt with the same thing that, you know, especially being from Buffalo and being from Angola and going to, you know, Lakeshore High School and middle school and growing up. Saying that you want to play for the Sabres, people are like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm. You know, it, it is what it is. Or as you get older and you're playing hockey and you're like, ah, you know, you have a lot of doubters, right? And the special people, um, I think, that accomplish their dreams have something in them that use that as motivation, as use that as fire, right? So I always, you know, brought that. Whereas, you know, the negativity, the you're never going to play for the Sabres. Okay, I'm, I want to play for the Sabres. And for me, you know, it's a little bit different where, you know, I had to move away. Uh, I played in the OHL. I, uh, I turned down the national program for Team USA to go play in the OHL and then ended up getting drafted for the Sabres. But for me, it was obstacles are in the way, right? You're going to have to persevere. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to do all that. But... In, in my belief and what I teach, you know, my boys now too, is if you want something so bad, nothing, nothing will get in your way. And if something does, for me, I moved it physically, <laughs> right? So um, I, you know, you guys are in the same boat as I am in Buffalo. Like we're living proof of, yes, if you want something, go and get it. If you want something, it can happen. 
right? And I think we're going to start seeing more and more of that, um, and I'll speak on the hockey side of things, more and more of that in the hockey world, especially in Western New York, where, you know, we're, we're starting to make some noise here. Yeah, That's awesome. big time. And I, you know what, honestly, like, to get to where you are and, and where we are right now, obviously, at the end of the day, like, you have to have people that you look up to, right? So, like, growing up for you, who was that one person that, like, you looked up to the most? My favorite player was Mike Pekka. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess you can see a little bit, right? Like the, <laughs> the physicality. Uh, but I always loved his game. He mm-hmm. could play power play. He could play penalty kill. He could knock the teeth out of your head. He could do whatever you need to. He was a captain. He was a leader. Um, and that's something that really, you know, I didn't go after the, the high end goal scorers. The, I liked Mike for, for what he represented or what he represented and how he played the game. And that's something that, you know, I wore 27, uh, you know, in Peterborough, and I got to Buffalo. They gave me 36, because um, the trainer thought he was, George thought he was funny, and <laughs> so they reminded him of Barnaby. But um, 27 was uh, uh, Tepo Newman, right? So um, I stuck with my 36 and, and, and sort of, uh, you know, my mom and dad already bought jerseys, so I was like 36 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you got to please the parents, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, you you kind of mentioned it, but tell us like about the draft night. Like, You can go from OHL draft night and, and NHL night specifically. Yeah, so um, it works a little bit different, right? So uh, OHL, basically I was at New York State camp, which is an evaluation to go to national camp, etc., and uh, I found out that I was drafted in the OHL in the second round. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I don't really know what the OHL is, but I guess we're going to learn, you know, what it is. And the GM called me. Um, we had a great talk. Jeff Tui is one of the, you know, I still talk to him a, a ton today. Um, and what he told me, I firmly believed in, you know, what he was telling me and how things were going to go and, and, and that sort of stuff. So I went there. Uh, met my billet family, which is, you know, some of the greatest people I'll ever meet in my entire life. Um, played. Um, fast forward, NHL draft night. Um, I actually I had surgery that year on my shoulder. Um, I had 28 points, nothing crazy. I was still, you know, uh, hitting people with, the, you know, <laughs> with some force. And uh, that sort of separated me. And, and I was rated, like, you know, way low, but in the sixth round, Buffalo ended up selecting me. Um, so I, I didn't go to the NHL draft. Um, I was rated too low to go there. It's kind of just like, you know, one of those guys will just be sitting there and, right. you know, I'll be the only one in the building yet when I'm drafted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I graduated high school from Lakeshore on, on Saturday and drafted to the NHL on Sunday. That's wow, incredible. That's, that, that's actually unreal. And um, I just have a quick question from that. Uh, you said Peterborough. We have a few Peterborough guys uh, on our team, yeah. and we, we consider it uh, not the armpit of the Ontario <laughs> by any means, but it Man, was a, You better watch what it, you're saying. It was Easy a, on the armpit. <laughs> it was a, it, well, Hamilton, Ontario is the armpit of Ontario, <laughs> if you wanted to know. But uh, just to, a greasier spot, uh, how was it for you? I, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. You know, uh, during the beginning of the season, we'd get to see Lakers games there, right? You're right. So they played there, and I knew a couple of guys from playing from the Bandits and, and stuff uh, before. So I got to meet a couple of the guys. But Peterborough, as like an OHL hockey town, um, 
obviously it works like this everywhere. If you're winning and you're playing well, mm -hmm. the barn's packed full of 4,000 people. Right. Yeah. And, you know, towards the end of my career there, we won an OHL championship and we had some good teams. We played with, you know, Jordan Stahl, Eric Stahl. You know, we, we had a bunch of draft picks on our team and, and the barn was packed and they treated us like, you know, like kings as a, you know, 17 year old. That's awesome. So, which is, which is absolutely insane because, yeah. I mean, like even even right now, obviously in Buffalo, like you feel that kind of vibe where like not there's not in every city that you go to do you get treated like a professional athlete. And like Buffalo, you really feel that, especially as, as a lacrosse player. Um, but like I, I guess one of my questions would be like, I mean, obviously you are a very gritty player. Um, at what part in your career did you kind of turn into that like quote unquote tough guy um and right. like and like like when did that happen were you always just like tough and wanted to hit everybody or were you like maybe a goal scorer sometimes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's actually it's actually a really good question right so when you growing up I had a knack I was a goal scorer mm -hmm. um when hitting started I always had a knack of reading the play and I could it's going to sound funny, but I could kind of strike whenever I wanted to. Yeah. So like if I seen a moment where I could light somebody up, I could, I could do it. Um, OHL, uh, my first year I was a second round draft pick. So I got to play as an underage year. So I was, I was a 16 year old playing with, I guess, potential 20 year olds. I started off being a hitter. Like I, I was, I was hurting people left and right, like, uh, like plain and simple, right? Like yeah. I, I, you That's know, 16. I don't like to hurt people, but I, I did right. by chance. Imagine dropping a 20 year old. So uh, as you get in the OHL, um, you know, your first year, you got to make your way, you got to make some noise to stay in the lineup. And as you're doing that, the game starts slowing down. You start getting the hang of how to play the game. So if you look at my OHL, I started off with like 16 points, 28 points, then all of a sudden 52 points and seven in the playoffs, and then 51 points and 19 in the playoffs, right? So you kind of you kind of grow your game, develop your game as you're making your noise to make sure you're in that lineup, right? So Buffalo, I, I go to Rochester my first year, and I'm a healthy scratch the first 10 games. We're splitting the, the team with Florida, and Florida was – not very good at that time. So they had a bunch of first, second rounders, which are going to play over me, who's a sixth rounder. Hmm. So I waited a little bit, got in finally the game, and what's going to, what's going to keep me in the lineup? Physicality, right? So I started, I started doing the same thing as I did in juniors in the AHL. Yeah. Running people, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, Sabres have some injuries. A couple of our skill guys are called up, Drew Stafford, Clark MacArthur, Mikey Ryan. I get a call. And they're like, uh, yep, you're getting the call. You're going up. I'm like, oh, my God. You, uh, <laughs> who, is yeah. who is this? Who is this? How old were you? Uh, 20. 20? First, first game? 20? Yep, 20. Nice. So I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real funny, guys. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like uh, they call you up. And, and at that point, I haven't played a preseason game at all. Like, So going into this game versus Ottawa, my first – time wearing the jersey that I grew up wanting to wear my whole life. Right. Get in, get ready, you know, how I'm feeling. You know, <laughs> I got a huge dump in my pants, you know what I mean? My legs are hard as rocks because the adrenaline, I can't move. Right. I'm nervous, I'm going to puke. Um, you know, 
get a couple shifts in, a couple uh, games going, and then uh, Drury gets hit by Chris Neal, and I get sent out there, and we got a we got a brawl, right? Line brawl, and that the goalies, was your first game. Yeah, the goalies fight. This is the Ray Emery. Yeah, yeah, that's no my first game. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I guess long-winded <laughs> answer for that, but. Uh, in order to, for me to even play for the Sabres, right, you got to do something that's going to keep in your keep you in the lineup. That's different. Right. I'm not going to outscore Vanek. I'm not going to outscore Breer. Yeah. I'm not going to outscore Drury. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be that player. Right. What's going to get me on this team is what I brought physically. And that's that's one thing that like, honestly, we're, we're coaching kids, um, and there's some skilled players, but there's some players that are trying to find that that what they're good at and whatnot, and it's like. It's those little things that like find a, find a thing that people don't do, whether it be obviously there's a lot of goal scorers, there's a lot of people that do that, but like obviously your thing was hitting or whatever it may be being aggressive or, or beating people to the loose ball for lacrosse or whatever it may be. And we, we try to pride ourselves in teaching that to other kids because they don't see it at that young age. They're like, we want to score goals. That's 100%. What, where all the glory is. But if you want to make that next step, you have to kind of change your game a little bit. But this is like a great story kind of to show kids that like, you have to be able to kind of change, change the way. And I know for myself, yes, I was, I was lucky enough to be a goal scorer growing up, but then I, I went to the pro level and I, they put me at the back door. My coach told me, he's like, you're, if you play bad at the back door, you're going in the press box. You're not going the O door. And I'm like, oh, lost my, puppy. <laughs> oh my, I, I'm, I'm 19, 20 year old hearing this. And I'm like, okay, like I got to figure out the de- defensive end. And, and I know as I'm getting older, yes, offensive, I need, to, I need to put up the points. I need to help my team to the best of my ability. But as I get older, there's going to be guys that are going to be better, better than me, going to take my spot. So I'm going to have to find a new part of the game. It probably won't be hitting guys through the boards <laughs> or anything like that because I wasn't a tough guy necessarily. But it's going to be picking up those loose balls, leading by example, doing those little things. And I totally understand where you're coming from. But hold on, hold on. I need to, I need to go back to this Ottawa line brawl because I had no idea that, that was your <laughs> first game in the league, which is – that's absurd. Yeah, it's a really good first game. <laughs> that is, to be honest we'll with never you, forget that. We, we, we tried to look up some film, and the only film we saw of you in it was on your back end. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but, like, so walk us through that, that entire moment. Like, I, I can only imagine now, looking back at it, it's your first game. You probably have got family, friends, you know, the city where, where you grew up in. And it's like, hey, kid, you know what? Go make your mark and <laughs> fight right yeah, now. I, get, like, I just get the tap. And, like, as a hockey player at that moment in time, it's like an unwritten rule. You you know what's got to happen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like that anyways. Like, so if, like, I'm friends with somebody and somebody chirps them, I'll be the first one to be like, you know, <laughs> nice and politely, obviously. Be like, no, you get away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like, Chris Drury, right? I grew mm-hmm. up watching him, you know, he just got hit and he's bleeding all over the place and I'm on the team. So guess what's going to happen? So I get, I line up and I, I start off a little bit with, with Heatley, right? Which mm-hmm. he's like, who is this? Smiling is, you know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. why that pisses people off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we start, puck is dropped. Next thing you know, Marzi's swinging for the fences at Spezza. Petey's running around the ice <laughs> trying to fight Whoever. (laughs) And then I ended up locking up with Chris Phillips, who is, he's, if he's like a, he's like a, like a farmer, right? Like he's so strong. Yeah. Right. And I'm not moving him. Right. And I'm already 
drained anyways because my adrenaline. And all that <laughs> kind of so I'm moving them. I'm like, well, I can't get free. And we wrestle for a little bit. Like me personally, we wrestle for a little bit. They gave me a 10 minute misconduct. I go in the, I go in the, but then Petey's ripping around, fighting goalies. Yep. Um, that's, that's exactly, I'm like, man, so I'm watching this and like, <laughs> I wish I would have known, but like, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, Ray Emery and, and Bjorn are going. Yeah. Which and Marty didn't, Marty. No, he won yeah, none of it. No. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm saying, I'm like, this is, this is unreal. And then watching it back, I'm like, is that Petey going after Emery? Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this is, I, so I guess what I want to know is like at the end of the game, like, did you guys have fines for like the boys? Because like, if I don't know if, 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 if you're going and fighting, <laughs> you're fighting the goalie, man. Like, yeah, no, it's weird. It's that, a weird thing, it's, but it's, it's like good for you. I oh, don't know. Yeah, yeah if anything, you're, you're buying them a beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Like, like Petey, we love it. Maybe a little bit overboard, but guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Never seen that done before. So the the funny part is, so um, we finished that game. I end up getting my first NHL point on Clark MacArthur's first NHL goal. Oh, we right. win in a shootout. The next game, I believe it was the next night, if I'm not mistaken, we're playing Ottawa again. And they insert Brian McGratton, which is a tough guy. So PD, PD was going to have to fight him. And um, I end up getting a hold of McGratton against the boards right on the bench. And I think I, I might have broke his ribs. And PD was like, thank you, Patty. <laughs> we were going to have to go. And you basically softened him up for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Uh, we played Ottawa back to back, and and uh, but that sort of stuff like, it brings teams together. Right. Like, yeah. Is is you know, as weird as it sounds, like a fight, uh, sticking up for each other, it it brings you so close. Right. And and you know, I get to uh, you know I room I roommate, blah, my roommate was was Andrew Peters for mm-hmm. I think four years right. Dimitri Kalinin, Andrew Peters, Ryan Miller. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine what the conversation's going on in that room. Well, yeah, I went from, I went from uh, watching cartoons with Petey to uh, the debate with Mills. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so what, we had one huge question kind of like, we kind of went through the same thing, but like what's it like standing in front of a sold-out Buffalo arena full of family and friends? And like even like whether it be we had kind of knowing that you're about to like fight somebody or just even like scoring your first goal. Like what, what's it like? Or is it totally different feels? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's just like a, an experience and a feeling like I don't, I don't really, I can't really describe it, but we talked about mindset a little bit, right? So like my mindset going into every single game, is I was playing for my city. And I just wanted to make everyone proud to be a Buffalonian. Like we get chirped on for, you know, how, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like the Bills losing, the Sabres not winning a Stanley Cup, et cetera, especially during, during the time I was there, right? We, it's just, I just wanted to make everyone proud to be like, you know, that's, that's our guy. Right. And whether it's fighting whether it's uh, like rarely scoring a goal (laughs) or whether it's blocking a shot and breaking my hand three times, you know what I mean? Or blocking a shot in my face, you know what I mean? Like I I did it not only for myself, for, for, for Buffalo. So that's, that's what it was like for me. Um, And I didn't really feel like there was pressure, right? I wanted to make, you know, everyone here proud, but 
I, as you see, like I, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I'm a guy that wears my heart on my sleeve and what you see is what you get. If I'm celebrating after a fight, did I plan it? No, but guess what? It happened. Yeah. Yeah. Did I, you know, uh, get suspended for some hits? Oh, well, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, I did. I paid some money. I sat some games. I'm moving on. Yeah. So that's just how I feel mm-hmm. um, and the way I kind of went about things. Big time. No, that's uh, – no, trust me. I mean, but before I, I actually knew you, I mean, everything that I heard about you was just grit, kind of what I said earlier, the heart and soul of a team and, 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 a, and really a city. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure. But um, kind of switching pace a little bit here, um, we, we want to know about, like, your hobbies and whatnot. For, <laughs> like, cause, I uh, mean, yeah, I know where this is going. <laughs> I know where this is going. Because, I mean, listen, we all have our different hobbies. I'm, I'm trying to get good at golf. It's not working very well. Um, Dane's a big golfer. Um, he likes to chirp me when I miss and mess up. But... Uh, I, I, I got to know what what are the hobbies. Yeah, why um, I play with toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the deal? What's the deal? So the Lego thing, let's tackle that. Yeah. So the Lego thing like started. Um, I broke my hand blocking a shot. And uh, around that time, uh, David Beckham, they were talking about him doing the Taj Mahal. I don't know if it was during the World Cup or whatever. He was he was doing a Lego set, the Taj Mahal. I'm like, listen, <laughs> what is this guy doing Legos? Like, <laughs> yeah. This guy's like, you know, an underwear model. He's got some <laughs> supermodel wife, and he's doing Legos. I'm like, all right. Well, I guess Pat can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and got a Lego, and, uh, you know, I was doing it, and then I'm like, you know what? It's actually not bad for therapy because when you're injured, you're kind of uh, pushed to the side until you get back mm-hmm. right so you got to keep yourself busy your, your brain going a little bit so I started doing Legos and next thing you know like I had a bunch of them I'm in my upstairs and I'm like okay um, I'm running out of room so you know I talked to my dad and my dad you know he's like hey you know hey idiot maybe calm down on <laughs> you know buying Lego sets I'm like dude you got to make me like a room or something like a, like a Lego room and so he, I was away for a trip and he he constructed a Lego room for me, so I started putting them down there. And next thing you know, I'm like, I'm tapped out of space. Like I just kept doing it, right? I had, uh, I had hands, I had four hand surgeries, right? I broke my hand, I broke uh, sagittal band during a fight, uh, broke my thumb, br- uh, tore my thumb in a fight. So I've been doing a lot of hand therapy, right. and it turned into me doing Legos, right? But the, the ironic, part, ironic part of this whole thing is, is like, so I don't play hockey anymore, but people know me as the person that does Legos, right? <laughs> yeah. So if I'm doing something like a, like a hospital visit, right? Yeah. They don't know, I'm wearing a Sabres jersey, and they're like, oh, there's uh, Pat Coletta played for the Sabres. What's going on? I'm like, hey, you know, whatever, I got to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> like, you're the one that likes to do Legos, right? <laughs> so it, 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 weirdly enough, it connected me to um, a younger audience to mm-hmm. do even what I do with charities and stuff. Yeah. So I do Legos. Uh, I have, uh, I collect figurines like Star Wars. So I have a couple 1979 graded figurines. I, uh, during the lockout, I started doing cards, uh, like football. I do football, baseball, basketball. Um, I have like Marvel and DC statues, um, and my newest thing lately has been uh, like autograph jerseys. So 
No um, you know, I've. Why I've, haven't uh, you asked for one of ours? Uh, well, I got. <laughs> I'm working on building the new house, so when I, yeah. when I plan it out, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I like it, and you know, weirdly enough, e even in today's world, like, it's odd. But if you were to go into high school and say, "Hey, who here likes to do Legos?" No one will put their hands up because no. they're right. they'll get made fun of, right? Yeah. Right. And if they see me, a guy who's you know, beating people up, I guess, <laughs> and hitting people and <laughs> being like that person and I say guess what I like to do Legos you know now if all I, of a sudden some kids are shooting their right, hands right, up a little right. bit that's cool it's okay to be different right like it, it's okay like we're you know as athletes you guys know you guys can make a difference in 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 how you do things and the way you do things and in talking to kids and and, and you know this but if you can make a difference in one person's life you've done your job yeah right and the same thing you know goes from here and being a uh not two, not two hundred six pounds. Maybe like two fifteen. <laughs> uh, Quarantine weight. Five foot eleven. Weight. Five foot eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know, we know how it goes. Know, retired athlete from <laughs> Buffalo. Um, I care. You know, I, I take pride in that. Nice. Whether it's uh, you know making a difference uh, with with youth hockey and being the ambassador of that, or you know a school visit, a hospital visit. Uh, you know these. You know, I'm yeah. still. You know, which 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 is awesome. Like, tell us more about because, like, obviously, we know you're you're very loyal to Buffalo. It's clear. You know what I mean. You um, so yeah. Tell us more about like being that youth hockey ambassador with the Buffalo Sabers and like what do you most enjoy the most about that? So a lot of my stuff is uh, learn to play program for the NHL. So it's uh, it's it's teaching ages four to eight year old kids, boys and girls. Um, not even so much how to play hockey, but uh, maybe to, to skate a little bit, to stand up. But it's about loving the game, right? More fans in the game, right? So um, for me, I go into the rinks that I started in Hamburg with Seneca, right? I get to go help kids and help the organizations that, you know, were there for me when I played. It's almost giving back a little bit. But loyalty is a huge thing for me, right? Was there a chance for me to try to go play somewhere else towards the end of my career? Yes. Did I choose the harder route staying here? Yes. But that's just that's just me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just me. I'm I'm, you know, I'm through and through, uh, you know, blue and gold, red, white, and blue, orange and black. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. those are my those are my teams. So, um, y you know, the 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 ambassador role, um, I think fits me perfect as well because I'm from Buffalo uh, I'm, I, I've gotten to play for the Sabres um, and it's like I said earlier it's living proof when I walk into somewhere and granted these are younger kids but even for older kids high school kids you know they get to see like wow okay uh, he's he played at the same rink I'm playing at right now yeah you know he was in the same locker rooms that I got dressed in too right so why can't I do that right so I think it works well, um, you know, messaging wise. And then for me being from here and always wanting to give back to, you know, Western New York. Yeah. And just to kind of go off that, the, the business side, the business side of the organization, like we were talking earlier about like, just like <laughs> obviously coaching at that level, obviously dealing with parents and all that stuff. Like it, it's really cool for us to kind of see that side from you as well because I know we want to take that next step to coaching mm -hmm. as well but also like 
like you said earlier, like you see kids <clears throat> look up to you and now you're coaching them. It's like the coolest thing possible. And that's what we're kind of trying to do as well. Yeah. And, and like you guys are still young bucks. You're not at, uh, you know, I don't solid like 36, it, 36, <laughs> 36, uh, you know, it's, it's something different. Like, helping kids to get to where they want to go is something that I take great pride in, but it's also like what's most valuable for those kids is some of the things that you've learned and you've had to go through. Right. So sharing that through your experience and being able to provide, you know, something that a kid will use to get them to that next level is almost like one of the best feelings in the world. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely something special right there. Yeah. Um, should we start with our game? Oh, you're going to be the first ever on the hot seat, we like oh, to call no. it. Uh, it's pretty much just this or that questions. Um, we're okay. going to rapid fire it off. Um, you want to lead it off? You start. I have uh, two questions that you don't know that I'm going to bring in, and oh, wow. uh, we'll go from there. You're going to surprise me, are yeah. you? Yeah. All right. Um, so we'll, we'll start super easy, super simple. Um, car or truck? Truck. Cool. Snow or rain? Snow. Of course, being in Buffalo. Uh, favorite holiday? Christmas, by far. I'm, oh, I love Christmas. Really? That's oh, awesome. Yeah, I love Christmas. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> See, like... I'm, I play with toys. I love Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. So uh, I guess I'll give you another one then. Um, are you a panic Christmas shopper or early Christmas shopper? Early. Early? See, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm early bad. too. I'm bad though. I'm super bad. Like I, I wait forever. Like Christmas is, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's bad. I go, yeah, I go, I'm more of this uh, going overboard where like. Right. You start early, you forget you got those things. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, ah, that's he, how I do. you know, yeah. he needs a little bit more. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, th this one's a bit of a, a tough topic. Uh, we're on the same page here, but we'll see. Smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Crunchy. Oh, let's go. Yeah. I yeah, got him into the crunch. It's yeah. just like a little treat you get. So I started with smooth. And then since we roomed together on the road, we'd always get PB and J's. And I liked smooth all the time. And he would just grab crunchy all the time. And I'm no. like, this is so frustrating. And I started, I hated it at, at the beginning. <laughs> I was just so frustrated with it. And like, now I'm like, I need, I need crunch. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's, it's it a is little, a treat. Yeah, a treat. Like, you're eating a sandwich. You're like, okay, it's a PB and J. Ooh, treat. <laughs> <laughs> um, cooking or cleaning? What am I cleaning? <laughs> uh, I'll go cleaning. Cleaning? Really? Yeah. Wow. See, I'm, I'm, I can I'm, cook. I can cook. I'm, you know. I never, I thought you'd be for sure cooking over cleaning. No, I, I clean up. I have uh, a fiance and I have a son, so I yeah, clean up all the time. Fair enough. Fair, fair. Uh, tacos or burritos? Burritos. Burritos. Nice. Um, comedy or horror? Comedy. Comedy. So there's one, like, I'm... I'm pretty tough. You'd yeah, say. yeah, you don't like horror, do you? I so in Pittsburgh, I made Nathan Gerby stay with me on the road because we were staying in a haunted hotel, and I was my thought process was, I'm faster than that little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. So if someone's gonna get, it's gonna be him first because I'm faster than him. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's smart. It's genius. It's it's that I'm the same way. I hate horror flicks. I don't know what it is. We did. I can't remember what movie it was, but we. We spent some time going through like seven the of series, them yeah. in COVID, and I was like, "Why are we doing this?" <laughs> and we're all going to bed like I'm under the covers. Yeah, I was. I had to like, I'll watch one, and then right after, I'll be like, 
Disney Plus cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, make yourself happy. Yeah, happy again. Happy. Yeah, smart. Right, gone. Uh, okay, my, my next two. Mm. These are the final two. Uh, Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Yes. Big, big, big. Totally Jordan. agree. Totally I, agree. Yeah, one of my buddies is is a LeBron guy, and you know, I almost uh, we almost got in a fist fight. I would have yeah. dusted. I get frustrated. Too. <laughs> my brother's the same way. He oh. likes LeBron. I'm like, stop. No, yeah, not even close. He doesn't understand it. Yeah. Not that I'm old, but like, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Big um, okay, Drake or Taylor Swift for most influential? Don't mess this up, please. Don't mess see, this I, up. I no, don't be honest. See, I, I don't really know. I don't. I would. I would. The only thing that's pushing me towards Drake is um, my fiance's uncle is Jack Armstrong. That he's the announcer for the Raptors. You're right. That's cool. So. Um, I would go towards Drake, but I don't listen to either one's music. <laughs> Fair enough. So it's Drake by a million. I'm sorry, it's not, it's not even close. It's not even. Close. Well, there's a, there's a debate going on, but um, yeah, um, my girlfriend actually brought up the Taylor Swift, and she would like to argue your point. But we, we we'll can get go into whenever that. we want. Should Another we bring time. On the show? Do we need to do that? You <laughs> no, want we don't need to put on, on the show. Is that is that what it no, is? No, no. Um, but I, I um, can't go anywhere without it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just want to thank you for uh, taking the time to be a part of the first ever uh, Dane and Josh show, I believe. Um, you've done so much for the city, and we obviously can't thank you enough. And obviously, kids look up to you. We look up to you. And um, for, for you to be our first guest, we're, we're honored. Yeah. Well, thank thanks you. for having me. And remember, when you guys score goals, look up somewhere in the maybe <laughs> 200s, maybe a suite every once in a while. I'll be having a beer watching <laughs> you guys. Awesome. Perfect. Thanks, man. Thank, thank you. you. Man, that was a really cool conversation with Coletta. You know, seeing everything that he's done and, and what he means to Buffalo is is truly um, an inspiration, I know, for, for both of us. So um, that, I'm really happy that we got him on first for our first ever show. I agree. Um, but so next month, we'll be taking questions from you, the fans. Uh, so keep an eye out on Bandit's social media channels. We're going to be asking you guys to submit your own questions for us. But for right now, we have the next best thing, I guess. Um, and that is we're going to be taking questions from some teammates. Uh, I don't know how this is going to go. But um, first off, we have Kluch. And uh, his question is, who's the best dressed on the team? I think this is a bit of a, a layup here, because I don't know how you can mess this up. Um, so selfishly, I do want to say myself, and I think all the fans want to say myself as well. That being said, I'm going to be generous and I'm going to say uh, between Matt Spanger and yourself. Wow. How about wow. you? I'm going to ask you the same you question. Think, you think the fans think that it's you, hey? Well, I got voted best dressed you don't think it, You don't think it's because they feel bad for you? It could. Yes, yeah, it could be that. It looks like you got dressed in the dark, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would have to, you know who actually surprises me sometimes is um, OC. Weirdly, he kind of he's like he's like under the radar. He's got like his little no. quarter zip. No. Like, we, have you ever been to a function me. with him? It looks like he's an old man going to like a yeah, golf outing. Yeah, which I think that's kind of coming back in style. <laughs> yeah, I guess, it could. A little it bit. could. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, Max has a question. Um, NL, NL player you grew up watching? Uh, so for me, um, there's a there's a bunch of different ones. Um, the main one who literally played in my backyard in New Westminster, BC, um, was Jordan Hall. Um, he was a guy that played for the Sam Bellies. He was a lefty, super athletic, um, would score at will. 
but most importantly, he just he worked his ass off at all times. Uh, this guy was just a complete workhorse. And I remember, he probably doesn't remember this now, um, but uh, literally I went to a, almost like our school program now. Um, they were running an assembly. I remember seeing him up on stage and like shaking his hand and stuff and it, it was it was really cool especially with doing our school program kind right. of that full circle moment um so he was a guy that i really tried to model my game after and it was a uh, definitely one of the guys that i that i looked up to okay. how about you who's uh, who's your guy uh so i i have to say three uh reason oh, we can pick three well I can't narrow it. Night. I can't narrow it down. Um, <laughs> one being uh, Dan Dawson, who's still playing in this league, and we we actually have a matchup against him pretty soon. Um, it's kind of weird to say because I've played with him, I've played against him. Uh, next one was Mark Steinhaus, who everybody knows in Buffalo. He he was the type of guy that I uh, like to put a show on, wear those orange shoes. His his hair is unbelievable, and uh, I always like being different. So it's kind of watching him kind of play and put yeah. the ball in the net, and that was really cool. And then, of course, my cousin, Billy D. Smith, nothing alike. We do not have the same game at all. <laughs> I will not be in the penalty box. He's always in the penalty box. But obviously, growing up, um, him being family and stuff like that, he, he brought me to my first ever NL game. He was definitely a guy I looked up to. Well, I mean, if, if we're cheating on this, Dan Dawson was also a guy that, <laughs> that, I, that I grew up watching a lot, especially when he played for Victoria West. Um, and seeing the way he moved and maneuvered was always incredibly spectacular. Um, um, but uh, so next question would be from Bucky. Uh, would you last longer in a fist fight with Priolo or a wrestling match with Vino to submission? Last longer? Last longer. Okay. You're, you're dead either way. I'm yeah. Sorry. Regardless, I, I, I wouldn't agree to either. And um, I'm going to have to say Vino only because I could maybe run away for a second. Um, I'd rather be a part of something with Steve because he would just knock me out right away. I'd be, I'd be done. But, um, yeah, that, that's, that's what my answer would be. But we'll go to the next question because it's very similar. Uh, Mickey, would you rather run 5K with Pre or work out and, or, or do a workout with Vino? Uh, I mean, you, you know I don't hate, I hate 5Ks. I'm not, I'm not a 5K guy. So I think I'm, I'm going to have to – you know, just go for the weights with Vino and, and live with not being able to walk for two weeks straight because <laughs> um, the guy is an absolute just unit out there, um, which which is still mind blowing to me because he's got to be he's the oldest guy on our team and he looks the best <laughs> without yeah. a shirt on, too. Like, I'm like, dude, what what is going on like that? And it's obviously it's, it's, it's the way that he lifts weights. He's an absolute animal in the gym, and I, I would I would hate to spend a week with him because you wouldn't come out alive. It's almost worse than fighting him. <laughs> um, so one of our last questions um, comes from Dalton. Of course, this comes from Dalton. Very, very hard old question. Um, but uh, the question is, what motivates you the most? There's a lot that motivates me uh, personally, uh, my family, my mom specifically. Um, she obviously uh, brought me up and um, since I was a little kid. So uh, she got me into lacrosse, all that type of stuff. And, and then obviously um, Buffalo in, itself, uh, being drafted here in 2012, being in front of 19,000 fans, uh, there's nothing like it. Um, but I'll ask you the same question. Um, what mo motivates you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, my family, um, the route that I took to get here, to get to this place, um, but but mostly it's what I'm going to be remembered for. Um, 
you know, you there's going to be a time where both you and I are sitting here, maybe hopefully not in these chairs, but um, <laughs> we're, we're going to be sitting down talking and, you know, our days of lacrosse are going to be gone. And um, there's only so much that you're going to be remembered for. And um, I'm hoping that's an extremely hardworking person, um, a great teammate and somebody who just loves the game. Um, so that's kind of the, the legacy part of, of what you're going to be remembered for that I really want. And that kind of what is what motivates me. Um, so you're saying we can't last till 46 like JT? No, I don't think it's. I don't think, man, the way our bodies are built right now, especially if we keep running five k's. <laughs> well, uh, don't forget our next home game is December 30th. Um, you can find those tickets at Bandits.com. Yeah, uh, stay tuned for our next episode. We might actually bring on someone who didn't get punched in the face uh, as, <laughs> as a career. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's it for us. Thanks for tuning in to the first ever Dane and Josh show. It's been a pleasure, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.